Welcome to episode 69 of the Glider CEO Podcast. Today, we are broadcasting to you live from Cartagena, Colombia. It has been a while uh, since the last podcast episode, and today I'm joined by... Ashley. Ashley Hayes Michael. Mm -hmm. Right? No. Ashley Jean Michael. Ashley Jean Michael. Mm -hmm. Uh, My wife. We are uh, on the tail end of what I would call a pretty epic trip. Um, Actually, I want this episode to be called Traveler's Rush. So let's start by defining what Traveler's Rush is. So um, I'll give it my definition first. Cool? Yeah. So to me, Traveler's Rush is like probably how it actually sounds. But basically you get to one destination and you kind of do a bunch of stuff and then you're kind of anxious to get to the next place. Um, that's kind of how I define it. So you get to a new place, you're like, oh my God, this is awesome. But you're not really like relaxing necessarily on some of those. You're like, okay, cool, figured out roughly what this potential city, town, country, whatever it might be about, just a little bit, but you're like ready to kind of go to the next place. And I felt like this trip, and actually the one last year, uh, we, like last year we hit three or four countries. Yeah, it was Copenhagen, Russia, Russia and Malta. And Malta. Oh, and Germany. Technically. And technically Germany. So four countries. This one we hit Mexico, Cuba, Panama, and Colombia. Which is where we're now. Right. Yeah. And um, so like what? Like what are your thoughts on this trip? Um, so first off, go, yeah. what, do you, what do you define as Traveler's well, I think Rush? Your definition is correct. I mean, I think that that's where you're... There's so many places to see in the world and you want to see them all, right? But you only have a certain amount of time per year to dedicate towards exploring or, you know, whatever you want to call it, vacation. Um, and I think that we have um, graduated from what the the traditional vacation of lounging by a pool, hanging on a beach for, you know, seven to ten days in one stationary spot um, to wanting to more explore all the different kind of crevices of the world and find where we feel like we could come back again or the things that we fall in love about a certain you know country or people or architecture or whatever scenery food whatever it is and so that's why we we have started planning these trips i guess we see you know three four five different countries so we can kind of get a flavor of what it is and then plan to come back or you know, check it off the list and say, no, we'll never go back. We've been there, done there. That, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Probably better said than I said. Um, so, leading up to this trip, right? Because, like, sometimes I feel like it's like, whoa, you know, you're so fortunate to be able to go on these kind of trips. And we are. There's no doubt about that. We definitely are. But it's, you know... So we live in a time, obviously, where social media is obviously in our faces. You're probably listening to this on your phone. And, you know, the lead up to this is what? During the year, right, 
we're, we're working. We're working. 100%. And we might have little trips here and there, weekend trips, but we're not going on um, multi-vacations like this you know, for the year. I think for the most part, we go to Maine. That's right. one of the things we've consistently done throughout the years. Um, but this is our kind of our trip. Yeah. I mean, last year I did go to Bangkok with my parents, um, but that's for like a week. And that's, I don't even know if I'll go this coming, the year that we're in right now. I guess it is 2020 now. <laughs> um, how long have we been gone for so far? I mean, I hate to say it, but we've been gone since the 22nd of December. Yeah. So, yeah, we've been gone since the 22nd of December, which is obviously this is the longest we've ever been gone. But to be totally honest with the audience, we're also cutting this trip short yep. by almost how many days? Five days. Five what? or six days. Five or six days, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're scheduled six to, days. yeah, we're scheduled to be gone till basically the sixteenth of January, or fifteenth ish, but really the sixteenth because you actually come That's in next Wednesday. It's Thursday. Today. Right, and <laughs> you know, during the year when we're kind of planning this trip, we're kind of planning an overall idea of what we want to do. We're not looking at all the details, and that's probably a little bit our fault. But also, I think what makes it a little bit fun because, like, we can be on a trip. And then uh, all of a sudden, like, we switch hotels, flights. Like, we were in Medellin for uh, a bunch of days. And we decided, like, hey, let's go to Cartagena because we were cutting this trip short. We also wanted to see uh, our other country, another city here in Colombia. My parents are outside the door of our hotel room right now. I think... Uh, oh, actually, no. It's my brother. Should I invite him in? Right now. Yeah. Go ahead. Let's see what happens. All right. Welcome, Dan. Oh, we are doing a um, this podcast. fucking huge. Oh, no. Am I not allowed to cuss? Yeah, you can cuss. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's going to be published. All good. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, my, my brother and Justina just joined the Traveler's Rush podcast. Daniel, or Dan, yeah. how, how would you define... Uh, the idea of Traveler's Rush. Traveler's Rush, for me, is the idea of, well, I mean, it kind of says it, it's pretty self-explanatory <laughs> to a certain extent, is kind of get up and go, don't think about what you're going to wear 24-7, don't think about uh, everything you're going to, you might need. It's more of a mindset of just, hey, this place seems cool, let's go explore it. And, uh, and that's kind of, well, that's kind of how I live my life, actually. It's funny you <laughs> say that or ask me. <laughs> and then there's Cartagena, which is, <laughs> no, it's, but, you know, I felt bad. So Justina got, who's, who's obviously traveled, a, you know, not as extent, well, and that's neither here nor there. Um, but so we got offered cocaine. Just <laughs> now? Yeah. But you um, know what? It's like. No, we got chased down by people that wouldn't stop or leave us alone and like grab Dan's hand and like, oh, no, no, no. what my esteemed colleague what my esteemed colleague is trying to say is that I wouldn't want it any other way <laughs> you're in Colombia I mean you remember what it was like in Cabo you have these ninjas approaching you that obviously are doing cocaine yeah. and to me that's so much more sketch than some guy with a big smile on his face asking if you want some blow on the street and cracked out, chasing you down and grabbing your hand and pulling very you friendly back. I got a completely I got a completely different vibe I was like thank you for 
asking. That's mighty kind of you. I now feel like I'm in Colombia, and that makes me feel whole. And so from that perspective, like I said, I was really uh, encouraged. Uh, on another note, we found several restaurants uh, in this area, okay. many of which are closed, unfortunately, what? till 637 oh. o'clock. Um, so I don't know if I'm allowed to just carry on or I'm intruding at this point. Well, what are our plans for this evening? Well, that's what I want to talk to you guys about. Okay. Um, so uh, there's a couple options. There's a really nice seat. In my mind, I think because your guys' last night here, yeah. I think it'd be kind of cool to go out with a bang, almost like we did in uh, Medellin, you know, find yeah. a nice restaurant oh, yeah. and go that way. And I found maybe the nicest restaurant it's in Cartagena. It's called The okay. Red Knife. Okay. And to me, actually, but in a, in a messed up way, nothing on the main menu really seemed that great. But the appetizers and then these side dishes of macaroni and cheese, and they had these like ceviche and octopus, like, but a really a be beautiful restaurant, though. Like an absolutely stunning, I thought, like, layout. There's, there's mixed vegetables on the side So did you make reservations? So, and then, well, because everyone's like, I just, that's why I feel torn, because Pop's like the opposite of Traveler's Rush. <laughs> you know, who gets one thing in his mind and obviously nothing else matters, right. uh, which makes it difficult to travel. Yeah. And you yeah. can't even lie to him. <laughs> yeah. Because the disappointment is yeah. so unbearable. And this whole night, you know, it just, it's like everything would have been great if we would have just had in this case, the whole, a whole fish. fish. <laughs> yeah, which is you the know? only thing you ever requires. It's the only thing you want. So next door to the restaurant There's that we actually want to go fish. is a place that has 19 different kinds of whole fish, but is a little bit more... Mm, Casual? Casual is a very yeah. kind way to... No, it's actually... The thing is, it's actually... There's a little bit of something. There's a little bit of charm to it. Too. Very casual and nothing but seafood. But it's so nothing but seafood. Sure. So it's definitely no... I mean, it's not your pasta. There was like three pasta, I think, dishes, but just an array of uh, so fish. So can we start then at the one with the promise? Oh, I would love to. What I would love to do is eat appetizers and stuff Snack, there. And then yeah. we'll tell him that we'll we go, could go to, to the, the whole fit just yeah. to put up with it. And then yeah. we found three other great restaurants that come highly rated, but they were all closed. No way to look at the menu. Okay. But they're all within a block and a half radius. But but exact opposite direction of the And so where's, corner, this, where's the red thing? The Red Knife is to the left of the hotel. Oh, three blocks. Okay. Yeah, which is an area we haven't seen yet, by the way. Yeah. Um, so I'd be, I would like to show you guys a new part of town. Let's go. That's what, that's what I like to do. Then let's do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're live, sweetie. Okay, so. Okay, why don't you go back to the room and uh, get ready for the night. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. And so did you make reservations? So that's the thing. is Because like I said, that Just one that. place, well, the one place did not have whole fish. I didn't know. I was worried. I don't know why. Just do it. The nice place, they were like, you don't really need a reservation. It's fine if you come in at 6. Nobody eats there that early. So, you're fine. So, I think we will be fine regardless. So, I think we're going to... Let's just get ready and then meet at like 5.45. Yeah, how much time do we have? 45 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, around there. Because we don't really abide by any time schedule. We do when it comes to meals. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys, uh, signing out. Uh, thanks for having me as part of your podcast. I hope to be invited uh, back sometime soon. <laughs> All right, you guys. All righty. Come on. Come on, sweetie. God, I'm going to take you. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, anyway, I'm going to leave that in there because, I don't know, I just like people to hear the reality. Yep. That was a very... Real conversation. Very real <laughs> conversation. So I guess you should probably know. So we're traveling. It's me and Ashley. That was my wife. Or sorry, my I, brother and his girlfriend, my mom and my dad. There's six of us. Sometimes we've had 10? 10 to 12. 10 to 12. Yeah. Um, as, these, as we've been doing more of these kind of bigger-ish end of year trip well okay let's go back real quick why do we wait till the end of the year to go do these things well i think the end of year is a good time for me personally because business kind of slows the end of the year wraps up um and the holidays are just you know it's time when you spend the most i guess with your family yeah um yeah i think that's why I think it started really with your guys' tradition. Yeah, I guess, yeah. So, my par- quick background, my parents owned a travel company. They just sold it in 2019. But since we were about 7th or 8th grade, um, maybe even sooner than that, like every year right around the holidays, we took off basically uh, through Christmas, through the new year. Um, it was always our tradition. We were never in the States. We were always gone. It's it more from, you know the stationary vacation at an all-inclusive-ish resort to us wanting more out of even life and seeing more than just all-inclusive resorts. Uh, Got married um, and we started getting more into these kind of trips where we're seeing uh, more countries. So a little bit about this trip. Okay. So started in Mexico City. No, we started technically in Palm Springs. Started technically in Palm Springs with- My family. With Ashley's family. Who we rented a or a house. Rented a house. Yeah. Nothing weird there just for the just until the day after Christmas. So actually Christmas night we left and spent the night in the LA at my sister and brother in law's house. Um, got up early and then headed to Mexico City. What'd you think of Mexico City? Um Mexico City. We stayed really in the cool. Condesa neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. I thought Mexico City was great. Good food, good vibe. Our hotel was great. Um, we had a bathroom with this sauna in yeah. it, which is cool. Was, I loved it. Yeah. yeah. So then from Mexico City, we went to Oaxaca. Yep. Uh, flew to Oaxaca. Flew to Oaxaca. And we were there, was it three nights? Three I nights, think so, I think. Yeah, yeah. Three yeah. Oaxaca was great. I think for me personally, wasn't what I had envisioned in my head. It was very clean. A lot of history. Safe. Safe. Completely safe. Um, I would say that's been a theme of our whole trip. Has been safe. I mean. Oh yeah, everything. I think I felt, felt safe on every uh, every country. So then after Oaxaca, so Oaxaca, we tasted mezcal's. We walked around the city. We ran a lot. Uh, next, we went to Havana, Cuba. Yeah, and that was great. And I had been before. Ashley had not been before. And I knew when I had gone, I think two years ago, maybe it was three, that I really wanted Ashley to see it because, like I said, I like it, but it's, my life is 10 times easier if Ashley also likes something. <laughs> and so I knew I loved it. But again, like I can only love something sometimes so much until I just, I wanted her to also hopefully get that feeling. And then what happened to you? I just loved it. Like, literally, I want to go back to Cuba. And I think specifically, um, there's such a history element there. And 
a lot of things to learn. Um, the architecture, there's all different, I mean, it's just very interesting, I think, um, especially given the state's opinion and all the, uh, I guess, op just opinions about Cuba and how things have played out throughout the years. And just to see it from factual information, see the actual location and sites where things happened, um, get to know the people, um, just kind of study how things really work. I, I just, it's a very, Marco said it's a very romantic city, Havana specifically, and I agree with that completely. Um, people were so nice. It's literally the safest I've ever felt just completely traveling abroad and not worrying about anything. Like there's literally, um, it's really hard to describe. I mean, I don't really, yeah. I don't know if I'm articulating it right at this point in time, but it just was really. Um, so we stayed in an Airbnb, yeah. which was in the old Havana area. And we got there and it was in a weird way, maybe a little overwhelming because the buildings <laughs> are, you know, they are older. And you walk in, and our Airbnb was pretty massive. Yeah, it was a and three. It's... It was a three bedroom. Okay, old city Havana. You're looking at these streets and like you know, kind of condemned looking buildings, but then you're also seeing beautiful colors and like, based early 1900s, late 1800 architecture. Um, you open the door to our Airbnb, and basically, you know, you see these janky steps going up to the second floor. Um, we have to haul of our all of our luggage. Um, up and it kind of of course has a smell of an old building but then once you get into the Airbnb has like these massive huge ceilings you know it actually was a really nice it was a perfect yeah. spot for New Year's so we got there New Year's Day or New Year's sorry New Year's Eve yeah New Year's Eve yeah and like the whole neighborhood because you're basically staying in a neighborhood but in a city where you're you can throw a crumpled up piece of paper your across, across, the, the, yeah, across the that's how close you are and everyone's kind of on their balconies you know chilling doors open doors open everyone hi 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 buenos dias buenas tardes buenas noches you know feliz <laughs> año feliz año hola hola <laughs> and after two days of that you really start to feel connected to the people to the city itself but after that we did move yeah. um because one, our Airbnb wasn't available after those two days. So then we moved to a hotel for, was it just one night? Yeah. One, one night. night. And it was nice to get the perspective of the hotel, which was also not perfect, but again, great location. And, you know, like in Cuba, you're kind of, again, there are, I would say probably five-star hotels now. Oh, yeah. It wasn't there when we were there, but there are now five-star hotels. And you can stay in those. Yeah, I will say actually one thing I noticed, they're building tons of hotels in Cuba, like tons of growth. I mean, basically, um, you know, I think that they were speculating a couple of years ago when Obama had kind of opened up the gates for you know, travel. Um, they, the people basically kind of took it, you know, at that point um, to build hotels and they're like literally massive developments out, you know, just a little bit outside of like the old Havana area, but also in Havana. So one of the hotels we actually stayed in Russia last year um, was at Kapinski. And so they had one of those brand new hotel right in, right basically across the street from the capital in Havana um, that just had opened. And, you know, they're not cheap. They're like $600, $700 a night. Um, five-star accommodations and um, I think Cuba's kind of seeing this new wave of, of development like that 
um, and but we would the hotel going back to where we stayed was more they kind of have got like a government owned um, and ran hotel system. I mean, actually, any business there, right? They said, what, what was it, like 85% was government? Yeah. And, and 15, state, yeah. state, sorry. And then the other is 15% is kind of entrepreneurial, private. Yeah. private. Um, and so it's just a very different um, environment. And you kind of feel it, but it, again, it's all safe and um, charming in some way. Yeah. So then after that hotel stay, we went to Veradero, right? Which yeah. is the... Uh, beach community beach basically it's like a tourist we took two classic cars oh yeah from two Vanna, 1950s yeah. cars all the way about an hour and a half two hour drive along the coast to veradero beach and it's beautiful white sand beach turquoise water you know cuba cuba libres on the beach mm-hmm. uh it was more all-inclusive style though so that's obviously a resort place right people go to vacation there so yeah. and stay there and, stay and never there. go to havana yeah and it had know, a vibe too, it had a vibe it was, it, was, it was it was nice to sit on the beach yeah. and chill and go in the ocean white sand all the way into the water all the way out pretty far after veradero we drove to the airport after three days or two yeah, nights no Three nights, I thought. Maybe two nights. Two nights? Maybe. Two, maybe two nights, I don't know. Uh, two nights, and then gone, flew to Medellin, Me- Colombia? No, we went to Panama. Oh, yeah, Panama. Stayed the night, Jesus. Stayed the night in Panama, and actually that travel day was kind of brutal because we took the car car ride, then had the flight, and then got into Panama probably around like 6 o'clock, 5, 6 o'clock at night, checked into a really nice hotel in a really nice neighborhood that I think you stayed at or knew you visited. Yeah, Casco Viejo in uh, basically like the old town of Panama next to the fish market. It was super nice. And again, just we've been there before. We will actually, back in the day, aka 10 years ago, my brother and I, my cousin, my uncle, aunt, my parents, we stayed in Panama. I think we were there for like either seven, nine, or 10 days. So we had a pretty good grip on the city. But again, it's different now that we're obviously older and married and to uh, like be able to travel with your best friend, even though I love my parents, to be like, hey, this sucks. Someone either agrees or disagrees with you and be able to make changes on the fly is fucking awesome. So anyway, Panama one night. Do you want to go back to Panama? Um... I do think that there was a lot to be explored in Panama, yeah, but was. I would say if, I mean... If it was on the way somewhere if else. I, yeah, totally on yeah. the way somewhere else. I would never say, hey, I'm going to park myself there for five days or anything yeah, like that. It would be like a two-day thing. Okay. Yeah, agreed. Then after and that, that yeah. yeah. Go ahead. And then after that, we went to Medellin. Yeah. So Medellin. 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 So what do you think of Medellin? Um, I'll get a lot to be explored there too. So we spent two nights there. We stayed in. So we were supposed to be there for three, three or four nights. Yeah, three or four three, nights. Three or four nights, but because at that point we started when we were in Cuba, the internet situation was a little shoddy. Very uh, shoddy. Very and we didn't shoddy. Have, we didn't have any phone reception. Right. So it was like a little weird. So I started getting really anxiety having a lot more. I at least on my end having a lot more anxiety about not being able to communicate with my work and we're in a really interesting place at our company because we're growing pretty quickly and so time communication as things are happening was a little worrisome so we started trying to make changes as soon as we got to Panama to change our flights to come home earlier to basically you know 
be able to be at the company itself, at least my company and Ashley's company respectively. So as we got to Medellin, we cut that short by a day, but I got to go visit a customer we had there. And I think we just stayed a little bit, maybe in a commercial area. And I think there was way, I mean, it's a huge, Huge city. city. I mean, sprawling in the mountains. Beautiful. I mean, at least what the parts we saw were super lush. It's like a jungle base. Jungle meets city. Yeah. And it's really pretty. I did feel safe. You know, Uh, I didn't feel anything weird. No one told me like, don't do this. Don't do that. Uh, I think we need to learn more Spanish as we travel in these countries or this part of the world. For sure. And then, then we hopped on the flight, and now we're in Cartagena. Yep. And I can tell you, almost immediately when we landed, I liked it. As soon as we checked into the hotel uh, that we're in, uh, I was like, I fucking love it. I love our room. I actually have probably a little regret that we're leaving early, because we could have just actually just relaxed in one place, though, for... A bunch of days and this would have been the place to do that yep thoughts on Cartagena um it's really cool so it's a, a walled city <laughs> and we've debated like where the wall is and what the center of the walls of walled city is but um just it's kind of like a combination of well I think someone said Cuba Havana and Oaxaca or no and probably Panama, and Panama? Or yeah, yeah. Um, people are super nice, super safe, tons of restaurants, tons of shopping. It's just really busy. It's, it doesn't feel like it's too touristy. Obviously people come here to vacation. Um, so there's a lot of hotels, um, and whatnot, but it feels like there's a lot more locals also mixed in. Um, I don't know. It's just very lively. Like literally. Yeah, we keep being drawn back to the Havana vibe. So yeah. last night we went to the Havana, Havana Club, Cafe yeah. or Havana whatever. And today is our last day on this trip. So we're going home. So thoughts to close this out in terms of... So the episode I wanted to be Traveler's Rush. So basically what we did was just talked about all the places we went. Some of those places, if you have any questions on, I will put together a guide on where we stayed, where we went, where we ate, what we liked, what we didn't like. Um... I'm 99% sure of all the places we visited. I'm pretty sure we would do Mexico City again. Oh, for sure. Mexico City is easy because it's also a stop off. Right. And a lot of flights to Latin America. A lot of flights, yeah. I'm pretty sure we'll do Cuba again. For sure do Cuba again. Like, I can't... I think everyone should be putting that on really their list. Yeah. Um, But we should probably talk to set expectations. (laughs) (laughs) And then... uh, and then Cartagena, I think we would definitely come back to too. Yeah, I think so. And then Medellin was yeah. cool too. Like I feel like that that's really good. And of course, with your the people that you work with there. Yeah. Um, is it? Yeah, I think that the probably the least not least favorite, but the one that I feel like I would not need to go back to would be Oaxaca. I think Oaxaca would have been better. If we were just, I swear to God, if we were just two, three blocks over, we would have felt more quaint. Yeah. We were right in the thick of it, which is fine, except also our rooms were just super tiny. Like that was our, my that least favorite hotel. Of, I bet you our room com- was super Honestly, it was nice. the least comfortable. The thing that got us by is that we found an amazing restaurant. Yeah. That we ate there like 
five times. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was actually probably the best food in the trip. <laughs> I think so, to too. To tell you the the best food we had on this entire trip was in Oaxaca. For Last me. Last night in Medellin was good, too. It was yeah. good, but it wasn't like, oh, my God, I want to go back to that restaurant. Yeah, agreed. The other one definitely was. I mean, we went back four times. I mean, follow on Instagram now and, like, yeah. liking all their pictures. <laughs> we went back four times. Um, so, Travelers Rush, so that was the first podcast of 2020. I hope to get, I think it's episode 69. I want to get to episode 100 and just bring you my perspective, my learnings. If I can have guests on, you know, please. Or if you want to be a guest. If you want to be a guest, please join me. It's super fun. Uh, Nothing formal, as you probably saw in this one. My brother walked in on it and we just kept recording. All good. And again, I use these myself when I run. Um, And so this year... If we were going to add one extra element to the Traveler's Rush specific episode, my New Year's resolution, because again, I, I think I've said in my previous podcast, sometimes I do these as a journal to myself, um, and just so you can hear the mind of somebody else. My New Year's resolution is to run with my shirt off. And to tell you the truth, I actually want to do it in Cuba <laughs> along the Malacan, the Malacan 7K or whatever it is. That's kind of my New Year's resolution. I mean, basically, we worked out every single day this trip. Yeah. Well, except one, but we worked out twice the day before. Right. And I I did drink on this trip. You did drink. I did and drink. it was fine, but you said yesterday when you were like, you know, when I When I did not good, drink, I felt, like, felt so... Good. I mean, this is day two now of not drinking, in theory. Which is good and segue into going back to Seattle tomorrow. Yeah, and it's so easy for me not to drink. It's oh, yeah. crazy. Just one day taking it off. I'm like, what a reminder. And so right now I'm staring at my notebook full of ideas. And they all just start come rushing back as soon as I like am not clouded by alcohol, at least for me. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, let's go, let's go. So uh, thank you for still tuning in. If I lost you, I hope you come back. And that was a Traveler's Rush episode, episode 69. Ashley, thank you for joining me. No problem. And I, obviously, I think we now need yeah, to get ready late. for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Peace. Happy New Year. And talk to you soon.